And the fifth nominee for Best International Feature from the nation of Krakoa, a story of two sisters locked in a battle of wills vying for reconciliation. Produced by Roberto Tacosta, this is Whatever Happened to Baby Jean. Ah, oh my goodness. Oh. Emma, Emma, I don't understand. Why do you have to be so horrible? You wouldn't be doing these horrible things to me if I wasn't in this chair. But you are in the chair, Jean. You are. <laughs> oh. oh, I'll use my... I'm going to teleport out of here. Oh, I can't. Oh. oh. Dinner's ready. Oh, no. It's Cyclops' head. And the award goes to... Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 177 of Comic Book Queer's Legacy. We're recording on Oscar night. Ain't that right, Evil Jeff? Woo! So when you listen to this, you're going to know who the winner of Best Picture is, but we don't. That's right. Actually, through the power of magic, we can um, we can congratulate them. Um, um, uh, so congratulations to... Nomadland. For winning Best Picture. I'm sure Evil Jeff will get right on that. Um, it's so weird. Do you have Oscar plans this evening, Brett? Um, I'm a lot of math. I volunteered to run an Oscar pool for my coworkers and one for my friends. Oh, but you're not with people. You're just going to be home crunching numbers. No, I'll just be home with hubs. Crunching um, numbers as winners come in. Um, yeah, my thing is, is this is like, you know, it's, this is like post-vaccination where I could have a friend over. Nobody cares. And this is the thing where I've had Oscar parties and everyone I've been like, hey, Oscars, we were like, oh, I don't care. <laughs> oh, I know. It's really hard getting participation in these pools. I like really had to pull fucking participation out of people. No one gives a shit. I give a shit. Have you seen most of the nominees? I've seen six of the eight. I have not seen The Father or Manka. Yeah, that's I'm my problem is is like I can only watch things that make me feel good. If it doesn't have superpowers well, or two boys none kissing. None of these movies. That's what I mean. If it doesn't have superpowers or two boys kissing, I just don't have time for it. I think I mentioned this. I might have mentioned this in a previous podcast. People are like, you need to watch The Father. It's just like you really have Alzheimer's the while father. watching the movie. I'm like, I don't want that. That doesn't sound right. fun. Oh, you gotta watch Sound of Metal. It's like you're really deaf. No, I thank you. <laughs> I need to be happy. I need and escape, <laughs> and we'll be talking about the ultimate escape, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, later on in this show. But first, let's talk about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> hit it! What are you gonna hit? Oh! Hot Topics! Hot Topics, yay! So oh we God. unexpectedly got a Shang-Chi trailer. I know, I'm just so... I'm very marveled up right now, because ah. at like 10 p.m. last night, I was like, I'm just gonna watch... Um, Infinity War and Endgame back-to-back for no reason. Hell yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And it's mostly because I was watching them and I was like, wait, what happened to Thor at the end of Endgame? And Joe was like, how can you not remember? He goes off with the Guardians. I'm like, I don't remember. I was like, oh my God, I forgot about that. As Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, I have to rewatch these. So it's it's more sunk in my brain. Yes, I got to watch the whole thing. Um, But Shang-Chi came out. And I, okay, here's the thing. It's like, I'm very skeptical of things, but is it just me, or does this look like so good? Like this is it looks so like it looks good. really, really Here's good. What I love. Here's what. First of all, when the like the premise, he's clearly coming off like a ten year rumspringer. That's what I was. I was just gonna say rumspringer. It's love like that he's Amish. <laughs> We've allowed you to live your life for ten years, and now he has to like come back and like be whatever he's destined to be, and he doesn't want to do it. He just wants to party. Yes, please. And he's stuck with his partying friend, Aquafina. <laughs> Aquafina, his party friend? I mean, yeah. That just looks... It looks really fucking good. And it looks, it looks really, really fucking fun. The and fight choreography looks really good. Yeah. And it's just so funny because he's... Star- I'm so used to him from... Uh, 
um, Kim's Convenience. From Kim's Convenience, which I still need to watch. I'm halfway through the very last season, which I'm so sad it got canceled. Yeah. And Sima Lu is very upset about it being canceled because he was, yeah. they they agreed for him to direct like a bunch of episodes for the next season. Oh, shit. And then they like canceled it. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it just, but he started out as um, a stunt, like a stunt fighter. Like, mm-hmm. that's how he got into... Oh, that's how... We, oh, psh, please. So it's oh just, God. like, perfect. And he's just so hot. Um, yeah. So hot. And they give that gratuitous shirtless shot. Oh, Thank you. Thank yes, you. Yes, you know what we want. And if I see one more article coming out about people questioning whether or not he's hot enough... Oh, my God. ...to play this character... The answer is yes. I... I'm going to become a terrorist. I will join. I'm going to join Al Qaeda. Like I can't handle it anymore. He's hot. It just looks really fun. It just, it just looks really, it just looks really good. It looks really good. And did I spy the actual Mandarin? Cause it's, it's, what's his name? Uh, Who's playing him? I don't know. Wait. Oh no, no, no. I'm thinking, wait, who's the main villain in it? I think it's Razor Fist. So there's that guy who's in all the makeup. I th- maybe that's Razor Fist. I'm not sure. And then, but they they show a clip of somebody who looks a lot like Mandarin on a throne. That would be the type of throne that Mandarin would sit on. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I think you're right. With like a logo of ten rings behind him. Yeah. Which makes Iron Man three all that more interesting. Specifically, the short they came out with after. Where Ben Kingsley's character, who was fake Mandarin, yes. gets kidnapped. And they allude to it being the real Mandarin who kidnaps him. So I'm saying this. Open Shang-Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings with real Mandarin killing Ben Kingsley. And I will Oh my god, scream. that's that's kind of amazing. Now I have a question. Are these the same Ten Rings that Psylocke used to murder all the X-Men when she turned into Asian Psylocke? Yes, but yes! <laughs> they look different in the trailer. They look like bracelets, not rings. Oh, they're just, you know, well, I mean, it's easier to, you know, it's easier to accept. Yeah, nobody wants to walk around with 10 rings on yeah, their fingers. Yeah, exactly. Gaudy. Rings on your fingers and bells on your toes. Listen. Like, oh, I can't use my middle finger on my left hand good. So that's why, like, I never use the ice ring. Sorry. Yeah, I'm looking at the IMDb. Oh, I was thinking about Tony Tony Leung for, as Wenwu. That's who I was okay. thinking of. Um, who, if you want to wa- watch the movie Happy Together, Tony Leung Ooh, from late I've been 90s. Ooh, I to watch that. It's yeah. very long and it's very slow, but it has him doing a lot of gay stuff. It's a Wong Kar Wai movie and it's pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it just looks like it has everything I want in a Marvel movie. It has amazing action. It has amazing CGI. It has. It looks like it's going to have deep character development, and Sympathetic then it has and, and it has comedy. It's comedy. just like everything I want. Yeah, I can't wait. And When's then it it's kind out? of like, and then it's all. My thing is, I do love September how 3rd. what because the way this is going to happen is at the very end, post credit scene. There's going to be some other Marvel character. It, like but usually they always like have. Here's the movie. We're introducing this character. Post credit scene. Here's how he's going to enter the rest of the Marvel world and become a future Avenger or yes. whatever. Because that's what I'm then eventually excited for, of this future Avengers with Shang Chi, Captain Marvel, Spider Man, um, Crazy Wanda, Doctor Strange. The young Avengers, like, I mean, come on. And the character that Falcon and the Winter Soldier gave us. Yes. Hot. Uh, wait, what, what's his What's his name in the comics? Is he just Falcon or does he have a different name? Yeah, it's Captain America. No, 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 no. no well, yeah, no. Oh, I thought you meant the guy that takes over for Falcon. Oh, no, he's just Falcon. No, I mean <laughs> Captain America. Captain America. But we'll talk about, we'll talk that, about later. that later. We will talk about that later. Why don't we go to the island of Krakoa and catch up on two weeks of X-Men books. X-Men, hit it! I want your X. Oh, 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 oh. Giga, 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 come 
Come on. Come on. Yeah. Ooh. I want to talk about some X-Men. So last week we mm. didn't talk about X-Books because they sucked. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, one kind of sucks. The other one, I don't know where it's going, but let's just talk. Let's get them out of the way. Let's get them out of the way. Children of oh, Wolverine number 11. Let's Wolverine number first. one. That happened. It has vampires. It has Dracula. Dracula, my least favorite Marvel character in all creation. Whenever yep. Dracula comes up, I literally, my eyes roll and I tune out. I don't give a shit. Second least favorite, Omega Red. Yeah. Oh, let's put Dracula and Omega Red together. Who likes that? Ooh. Who likes that? Is it just like weird incel-y men that like that? Who is men liking like this? that. Men. Real Ugh. men. Not like us. Not, <laughs> not cock-loving tur-burglars <laughs> like ourselves. Um, yeah, and so that vampire hunter lady... Is now a is she vampire. someone like is she a Marvel character? She was in Do well, we know she, her? she was in the first few episodes of the Wolverine series. Oh yeah. God. I'm having trouble remembering. <laughs> yeah. So it's like they introduced her and now they introduced her again and uh oh, she's a vampire now. Ugh. Who cares? I don't care. Who cares? Move and then on. there was all of this like I also love how there was really no closure to um the last arc with what's his nuts? What's that character's name? With the with the mask that was at the auction, yeah, Maverick. Maverick, okay. Oh, Maverick's back. All right. Next. Anyway, I'm like, what did that have to do with anything? Maverick's back, and he ain't joining Krakoa. Yeah, but Next. it was also like, why did we stop the 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 Omega Red thing and have an arc about him getting Maverick, and then literally right. dropped and going straight back to the vampire? I just don't. Right. This book. Right. I'm I'm done. Please get rid of it. Yeah. Get rid of it. You're going to cancel cable and not this garbage. I think I cable it. was canceled because Jerry Duggan's like, I can't write cable and Marauders and X-Men. So something's got to give. They're yeah. like, well, obviously yeah. cable. I mean, and I'm not mad because cable is going to be on sword. So like whatever's happening, like he's, his story yeah, is great. continuing. Wolverine, I'm done. I'm done. I'm over it. So let's move on to Children of the Atom. Number two. Okay, this, it's a well-written book, and it's actually, like, pretty interesting. Here's my issue, is it's all just this thing of these kids, they love the X-Men so much that they are just pretending to be mutants. And I do think this is, like, a real thing that would happen if we lived in the world of, like, you and me, we would pretend, if we weren't mutants, we would be pretending to be mutants. Like, we would be those losers, being yeah, like, no, I'm like a mutant. I'm just not going to Krakoa because like, I have like things to do here. <laughs> I'm like super sensitive. Like I have like emotive empathy. <laughs> it's a defensive power. It's and, more of a connecting power. Yeah. And I do think that's a very fascinating idea. And I think it's true. And I do think it would happen. Here's the problem is clearly like the Hell's Bells are like the bad guys. Um that the children of the atom are fighting. And finally storm shows up with some X-Men um, to the battle between children of Adam and the hell's bells. And she's just like, the hell's bells are like, Rah, we're all mad. We don't have our powers. And storm's like, bitch, like just come to Krakoa. Just come to Krakoa. Just fight Magneto or something. Yeah. It's like, they fun. don't realize like, you're going to fucking get your powers back. Kind like, it'll be okay. I think Krakoa needs a better internal comms team. Like we need like get, the, how come the message did not get to Briquette and the Hell's Bells of what you're supposed to do? Well, I think, but I think it you don't get any message unless you walk through Kokoa because you when you walk through Kokoa, you're downloaded with the Krakoan language and you're also downloaded probably with like all of everything that goes. recruitment drive. We need but, to get more people's, we need to get more bodies through portals. But I think it's also tricky because you don't want to just like, oh, because it's a, it's a secret. They don't want the world to know about the resurrection and all of that shit. So they have to. Oh, shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they can't just be like, hey, everybody. So it is tricky. But but then the storm is like, hey, bitches, come. You guys, children, Adam, come just come through Kokoa for just a bit. 
And they're like, no, 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 it's okay. No. And then they're just like, hey, we still can't fig- like see you on Cerebro. And I'm like, are you all that dumb? Like, I love, has it That's not, part of what I has I, it. I so that's where with. I'm just like, there's never one second that it's like, they don't show up in Cerebro. They must be hiding it. Maybe, what about the first thing of like, they're not showing up Cerebro. They're not really mutants. If you can fucking go to Franklin and be like, you're not on Cerebro anymore, so fuck off. Uh, and then you can't do it to these kids. So my whole thing is, once they find out that they're not mutants, where what is this comic? Like, where is it going to go? I just don't see right. the legs for it. I don't see it, ha- it having any legs. Yeah, a- agree. They may surprise us. I, I think my criticism of Children of the Atom 2, why I closed it and said, meh, like you said, well-written. I mean, the art's good. Issue 2 felt like issue one all over again but just yeah. a little louder yeah. <laughs> yeah i get that yeah it was like another fight with the hell's bells more vague interpersonal drama and then we're gonna go through the gate at the end again i mean and is it just me or is it their friend that was sick he's a mutant yeah cole the basketball player like, he's, he's a, a mutant, mutant. Come and on. then they're gonna yeah. be really pissed off because he's gonna be able to go through the gate like i feel like they're right uh, yeah which yeah, is kind of funny. Totally. <laughs> it is funny. Again, our, the future of this book is in question. If anyone would surprise us, it's Vita Ayala. Ayala. Yeah, pull we'll something see. out. Um, all right, so that was last week. That was last week, and that's why we didn't cover last week. That went by quick. Let's talk about this week, starting with our personal, not favorite, X-Force number 19. Okay. I mean, can we, and I don't want to, I mean, I know everyone needs work and I don't want to sit there and belittle someone's, I know whoever drew this (laughs) took probably a really long time and tried really hard, but there are few things that I hate lately. I hate the pandemic. I hate Donald Trump. I hate Republicans. I hate this art. I hate this art. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. It's really, it's really, it's, um, it's like Josh Casera's art, the usual artist of this book, but just a little looser. Yeah. Cause I don't really like that, his art either. Exactly. Yeah. And I will say this, um, like if we open up, first of all, if you open up to this scene, um, you need to have a wide shot of that bed because Wolverine is on the other side of Gene. So fucking oh, absolutely. So They're fucking just Wolverine so fucking just yeah. show that for Christ's sakes. But this first close this like the third the fourth panel of Gene's face where it's like Gene, like that like what is this Picasso? Like what is going on? Like I just and I can tell you this like this style. This might work for a different indie comic sure. of something, but for X-Men, no, no, I'm sorry. No, no, I no, have, no. it does not meet my standards. And, and also like X-Force is supposed to be about, I know I've like said this a million times. It's supposed to be about like covert international relation ops. And now this... it's just like. It's off premise. It's yeah. It's like, oh, and they're like, oh, Beast is dead. So Gene, now you're in charge. And I'm like, that should be interesting. But they didn't make it interesting. You know what I mean? This I'll I'll apply that to this whole journey that Quentin is on. It's just not. I'm not buying it. It's not interesting. When Gene's like, wow, you really don't sound like you. I was like, he doesn't. Like, why? I'm not really able to discern. I guess it's because he's being mature and he's being a leader and not being snarky. Well, their reasoning is they're saying that all the times he's died and all of this, these and how they're pulling and using his powers to create this evil Quentin that has all the bad evil parts of him. And so now they've been sucked out of him. And so now he's but supposed I, to be a nice dude. No. I liked those Ew. parts. There was nothing wrong with those There was parts. nothing. Yeah. The, I was like. Those were the good parts. Are you making him a boring person now? Now he's just like a cyclops. That's like, oh, what are you, you going to do next? Be like, 
Gee, if, can you imagine if Emma just showed up like, hey, how are you all doing? I just baked donuts. Uh, I baked uh, donuts. You know what? I just had therapy and it turns out I was a bitch. So I'm not going to be that anymore. Yay. I'm so sorry for I being a bitch. Set I would set the world on fire. <laughs> addicted to diet pills for decades. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Why are we trying to... T- like, don't change a character's personality. What, what are you, insane? The end is so... Like anticlimactic he's just like he finally faces the monster and he's like i killed all the parts of me that i didn't like years ago boof and that's it i'm like that that was stupid that's like do you know what happens when a toad is struck by lightning stupid when a toad is struck by lightning yeah is that a thing is that a saying it's a line from the original x-men movie by halle berry who are you i don't remember that do oh, when a toad, to a toad. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Yes. Okay. It's all. Well, I was just thinking of an actual toad. <laughs> You've been replaced. <laughs> You're not the real toad. <laughs> um, but anyway, evil, evil Jeff. It's really stupid. I, I just hate this. I think the idea, though, if we move forward and get a better artist and basically do a thing where it's like Gene trying to vie for control versus Beast, and then maybe throwing in Colossus getting mad about the way Beast treated him. I think if this just turned into a whole thing of like how we're going to fuck over Beast, then I think that's where I want this to go. Ooh, I would love that. A long con to contain Beast. I'm going to say this. Oh, that would be so good. I'm going to tell you this. No one would be very interesting. How many people have been sent into the hole other than Sabretooth? Like one, Sabretooth. Who else? That's what I'm saying is that's a very powerful thing. Can you imagine if Beast had to be sent to the hole? Can you just like, I'm just saying the ramifications of that, of how powerful oh that would be. Of like, can, I'm just saying the Beast is realizing he doesn't want to take, he doesn't want to relinquish his power of X-Force. Gene is trying to grab it from him. He ends up betraying people and ends up killing a bunch of humans. Um, by accident and then when he tries to apologize it at the council they have to send him to the hole and they're like I'm God sorry damn. and then he slowly turns into dark beast like can you um, like come on like I'm telling you like that's that's inter- that's interesting and that's what that's that's how you make a villain like you know what I mean like I think yeah. that is something interesting and none of that is happening none of that is happening X-Force pull it together Get on brand. All right. Something that is on brand, I feel, is Al Ewing's sword. Number five. Sword. S-W-O-R-D. Sword. um, Okay, so we talked the last time, and apparently we were wrong. Um, Because I thought. Wrong? Well. Never. Well, I was wrong. Um, cause we talked, cause the last episode ended with Magneto being like, we need to resurrect Fabian cause I need to talk to him about the second law. Oh, right, and I right, thought right. the law was about making more mutants. Therefore he's good. They want to oh, use his powers yes. to amplify the five to like make more mutants faster. Yes. And no, even though that's still a good murder. idea, they aren't listening to me or my podcast. Nope. Um, nope. It actually was referring to the law of thou shalt not murder um, humans. And and so yeah. they decided to bring... I will say, this is the one thing, is the whole thing I was like, I like everything that's happening here. I don't understand why. I will say that. Sure. I don't understand why today of all days do they need to bring Fabian Cortez back naked bring him to the council and have him explain why he thinks murder is okay why why yeah i get i just it did felt, that that i felt like i was missing a missing something in the data page that is abigail brand's notes there's like she's got some language in there around like i just cannot trust fabian cortez i have to replace him he's like yeah He's gonna fuck us sooner or later. I gotta get rid of him. I yeah. mean, that that that's pretty much all the motivation I feel like we get. 
which was enough for me. Well, for me, then that just makes sense of them being like, all right, come to the council. Hey, we're replacing you. But the whole thing of like, we need to talk to him about the second law. I just don't get the whole second law. I just don't get where that's coming from. This was all, it felt like Magneto kind of punishing Fabian, just really just because he hates Fabian. Him. Just embarrassing just him, humiliating he, he hates him. Like, so yeah. you got to come now, you got to come naked, and you got to explain it to everybody. Fabian was like, my God, this is like everyone's worst nightmare scenario, like all combined, like naked at work. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's like, and then after explaining, it's like, haha, by the way, we don't give a shit. Even Professor right. X was like, why, why are we doing this? <laughs> And then Professor X was like, oh, hey, Amelia Voigt, what's up? That's right. They did have a thing before, right? Oh, yeah. They were like in love. Oh, my God. And now they're going to fuck. They're going to fuck. Chuck is like, I love Krakoa. I would... I know, but I do. I do. Uh, I, I would, of course, I want them to cut to a scene of him like going to the dark place or whatever, the no place or whatever where Moira is, and she's like, oh, yeah. she's like, I smell someone else's pussy on you, and he's like, it's Krakoa. Right. We're allowed to do that. You helped create this this polyamorous thing. I'm allowed to fuck anyone I want, and she's like, all right. All right, fine. And then she I... blows her brains out. Everything <laughs> he says. <laughs> um. One thing that is significant, first of all, I love Emma's reaction to Magneto. She's like, ugh, Eric, honestly, like, this was extra. Like, you wasted our time. Yeah, like, she's like, the next time you want to do this shit, can you just, like, not invite me? Okay, don't call yeah. me. <laughs> um, what's interesting is they bring in an Iraqi, somebody from Morocco, to replace Fabian. And this feels like the first usage of Morocco. Since Ten of Swords. Yes. Because, um, hi, there's a whole island of Omega-level mutants. 20 times more mutants than our mutants are just chilling. And, like, where are they? What are they doing? Do they have plans? What are they doing? What are they cooking? Are they happy? What if they, like, do they know how to use the internet? And here's the thing is, like, I mean, this is just me. Maybe I'm just not, I'm an asshole. Um, I, this is for me, if you hate Fabian Cortez and you don't trust him, you do realize you could kind of, um, I know this is awful, but you could kind of lobotomize him when you resurrect him so that he can't betray you. Professor X can do that. I think that's a much safer than trusting an Omega level Iraqi who has her own complete agenda that they're unaware of. That's the one thing that I think is crazy is they hate Fabian Cortez so much that they're trusting someone from Morocco that they don't know at all. (laughs) Yeah, and she like, A, speaks in black speech balloons, red flag, and B, she's like, hey, what's up, everyone? I am murder. I am burning death. And they're like, okay, so this is Fabian's replacement. This is better. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I She's like better. I do like how her powers work. She basically has a burning heart that makes her super powerful. But if she wants, instead of turning the burning heart inward, she can project it outward, and it makes everyone it makes everyone else's powers more powerful. I it's love so that. So cool. I think that's. I mean, she's super cool. She's a super cool character. Yeah, I'm yeah. down with her. And then apparently, there's whole international politics going on. Um, and Brand is also using her as like um, her own assassin. And I think the reason Brand trusts someone from Morocco more is because she just doesn't trust Krakoa at all. Yeah, and she could control them, arguably. Yeah. And I do think, I think also she's kind of like, hey, I bet you she sees, oh, this whole Morocco Krakoa thing might go south. I need to be in on both sides. I need to have an in on yeah. both sides. I mean, Agent Brand is playing... I do sometimes feel like... Do you not see that she's... She's fucking playing chess when you guys are playing fucking checkers? Well, hey, listen to to the way we're speaking about this. And, like, look at what she's done. There was this snark war, which was going to disrupt kind of the political balance of the galaxy. So she went in, assassinated certain people, chose who would be the ruler, and ended the snark war. Sounds like CIA stuff to me, X-Force. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, um, Agent Brand should be... 
And I think that's the problem is Agent Brand only cares about space. But they yeah. need to stop, find someone, Agent Brandy, to do X-Force. And right now, because she has questionable ethics, but her ex-lover, um, Beast, he has the questionable ethics and then just all bad ideas. She has questionable ethics, but good ideas. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like we need to get we need to find her. She needs to help find the replacement for X-Force. Now, at the end, what is all that shit in those pools that they're digging? I'm not sure. Is that from cuz cuz they said, "Oh, you need me to go to the time." Like what's the what is the weird place they go to when they do all of the combine all the powers yeah. and I don't know. They didn't really explain where they go, but it's that Mysterion. Mysterion. Stuff. Is is that pool all the Mysterion stuff? Maybe. Okay. I like it. I this is what cuz this is what I do feel Sword is what X-Force is supposed to be. It's intrigue, it's political intrigue, it's backstabbing, it's fighting. It's, it's all like um who's in power, who's trying to gain power, who's trying to gain yeah. trust. You're totally it's right. Smart. Peepers is totally Peepers is totally a mole. Like it's yeah, it's, it's great. Smartly written. It's just it's just the an, art it's an is good. Book X Force isn't an intelligent book about intelligence. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. All right. Enough. We're going to hey, talk on about the other side of sociopolitical stuff is religious stuff. Yeah, and this is one that I was really looking forward to because for me, the whole world of house that House of X um, created that Hickman's created. I like seeing um, like what to, how does this really affect day-to-day society as a whole of this new world they're creating and trying to take on the idea of morals and ethics and religion of how that works in Krakoa through the eyes of Nightcrawler. Yes, I'm here for it. But was Way of X successful? Do you think this is a good book? We're going to do a one, two, three, loved it or hate it, new X book. On the count of okay. three. Ooh! One, two, three. Loved, loved it! it. <laughs> it's I so good. It's so good. It's and, so good. And it has the things that it's 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 it has a new fun little cast of characters. It has deep, deep philosophical questions. It has a scary boogeyman leading up to a huge twist. Which leads you to, oh, that's what this book is about? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's the opposite of Children with Adam, where I'm like, where is this going? Where Way yes. of X, I'm like, I can't wait to see where this fucking goes. Don't uh, fucking disappoint me. <laughs> so we, on a previous show, asked what books the writer of Way of X has written before, Cy Spurrier. Mm-hmm. He wrote Legion. Oh, Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. 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 <laughs> yeah. So I'm really looking forward to this. Um, what I love is the so the reveal at the end is this this boogeyman that the kids on Krakoa keep talking about the Patchwork Man. Turns out, spoiler to be Legion. Turns out to be David Haller. What I love is they allude to the fact that this Patchwork Man is giving Charles Xavier nightmares. And when they depict this patchwork man in Charles's dreams, they made it look like Lucifer, the old X-Men villain from the 60s, the one who was originally responsible for Chuck being in a wheelchair. Yeah. They made it look like Lucifer. So everyone oh, on the I internet didn't, I didn't was like... I didn't put that together. I didn't realize that. That's cool. Everyone on the internet was like, we already figured out that patchwork man is Lucifer. And... Even in an interview, Cy Spurrier was like, I mean, yeah, that, you know, people people online have got their theory about Patrick Mann. You know, we we didn't really hide it that well, so good for them. You know, like acting <laughs> like they were right. It's not Lucifer, it's Legion. Yay. In your face, idiots. In your face. <laughs> um, um, but this book <clears throat> is Kurt and Wagner front and center, and therefore, I'm here for it. Well, because earlier, Kurt was like, I think I need to create a religion. And I think the one thing that he started to realize is 
there's people that already have religions. They're coming from all these different paths. And then he's also like, who am I? I'm not God. I'm not Jesus. I'm not L. Ron Hubbard. I think in the end, he's just such a humble person of like, who am I to tell all of Krakoa? What are you supposed to believe? And I definitely feel he's at this kind of, like he's at his own moral conundrum of like, what do I believe? Cause I'm Catholic. I was a priest. And now I'm in this crazy world where everybody's fucking everybody. <laughs> like, what do I feel about this? And I think the way, um, and it, it addresses a very great question, which I always thought about of just like suicide. Um, yeah. The, the, of how taking, De- uh, that the fact that now that you can't die you're it suddenly becomes um the death no longer becomes important or drastic and it actually and they they depict pixie choosing to get herself killed for fun basically just because she hasn't yet because she has other kids yet. were like you haven't and they were making her feel bad because she hasn't been resurrected and it's I, this it's this loose relationship with death that the mutants have now that is the source of Kurt's unease. And I will just say this. It's an easy fix. It's an easy fix. What is it? Well, here's the thing. It's because they there is I think there is more bribery and then in a, like than a goddamn like. Like, like the government of China or something like the of, of how to of who gets in line of who gets resurrected when oh it's so corrupt it's so corrupt and I think honestly if you just say hey if you die and it wasn't back of the line pal you're in the back of the line if you die for fun you're at the back of the fucking line and it will might be 10 years before you're resurrected Unless I think if you announce that nobody's gonna fucking do it anymore you know what? I feel it's a very easy fix <laughs> yeah yeah no I, it's but that's the thing that Kurt is struggling with there are no rules like what are yes. the rules of, of how we should feel and what is moral and what is right and-, and who deserves to get resurrected first because the sad thing is is everyone they're just resurrected like Siren has been resurrected like eight times <laughs> after just bl- fucking killing herself a bunch of times it's like and then there's some poor person who lived on Genosha who didn't know anybody and she might never get resurrected you know what I mean it's just so fucked up and then there's another person who uh, isn't resurrected, that finally someone is putting two and two together. We're at Blindfold's... Blindfold. Blindfold's grave. And Kurt knew that Legion and Blindfold had a thing. Because that's the one thing is when... They had a strong thing. Now, I will say this. When Professor X comes to Kurt for help saying like this patchwork man he's you know I'm having these nightmares and I can't pinpoint who it is but it's definitely an omega level mutant and Kurt's like oh okay yeah I think I know who it is am I assuming Professor X also clearly knows who it is right yes 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 and the fact that he's like calling Kurt to go deal with it Xavier you are a horrible father (laughs) yeah and Legion calls it out like, oh yeah, daddy's like you get yeah, dad can't deal with it, so he fucking sends you. What? Yeah. <laughs> but he goes to Blindfold's grave, knowing that he'll find them. And he's just like, Oh yeah, this bitch. Oh, the this girl that I liked, oh, she's not being brought back. Huh? What's that about? Huh? huh. That's kind of weird. There's not a single person that can tell the future on Krakoa. Huh? What's that huh. about? You know who else is like, huh, Emma Frost? Huh. Yeah. Has Emma Frost questioned that before, too? I just think she knows something is up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's what, and you know what what issue, uh, I mean, what uh, series that's going to be addressed in. Oh, yes. Because I, because this Can't is- wait for the gala. There's going to be the gala, but the Moira McTaggart- um, series that's going to come out, that has to be the one that's coming out that they haven't officially announced- if you tell me that the main plot is Moira, Xavier, Magneto, Mystique, Emma, and Legion. <laughs> like oh if those God. are the main cast of characters, can you imagine how good that would be? Yes, I can. Very easily. Ugh. With my heart. 
Anyway, Way uh, of X is just... So basically, this is leading to Nightcrawler versus Legion. It's the battle it. that I never knew I wanted. And now that I, I've... And now that it's here, I'm like... I've, I'm like, I've been hungering for it. Like, I've wanted it. I'm not even so sure that that's the battle. I I think the battle is Xavier and Legion and Nightcrawler is our guest referee. That's how I see this moving forward. That's probably true, too. Well, I do think what's going to happen pretty quick is I think I think what's going to happen is he's going to be trying to, like, appeal to Legion, being like, come to Krakoa, you need this, you need this. And Legion's going to be like, but what about this? What about this? What about this? And then Nightcrawler's going to be like, huh. You're right. Shit, about- you're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Almost serving as a foil to Nightcrawler. But I will say there is a better foil to Nightcrawler in this book, and it is perhaps the thing I am most excited about. We, if you got, if you have a faith guy, you got to have a prominent science guy to challenge the faith stuff. And who better to challenge anything than Doctor Nemesis? Doctor Nemesis. And I was kind of like, I feel these little previews of him with his weird hair, which now I found out are magic mushrooms growing mushrooms. on his head, and his weird, and he's taken off the mask. I was like. This seems... So, he's acting out of character. Yeah, he's acting out of character because he's on magic mushrooms. Hell yeah. He's on it, psychedelics constantly on this beautiful organic magical island. He gets it. But the other crazy thing is you just slowly realize that there's a there's a, a whole page of the science team. It's all, it's him. all him. No <laughs> one is doing anything. He's like, no one is studying all of this. Okay, I am. And I did realize most of the people when they had that science team, a lot of them weren't mutants. Yeah, like Kavita Rao and yeah. Yeah. But I do remember like, remember, where's Box? What happened? Yeah, where's to Box? Madison Jeffries? I Madison love Jeffries. Him. Yeah. Um yeah, I just find all of this, uh, I find him very fascinating. And it is true where you have the science versus the faith. And then you have, um, you also have like the crazy outsider that you have to tame. And then you have Xavier, who's the leader. But then it's like, who's really right? So there's just all of these going to be, philosoph- I love how this is just going to be dealing with all these philosophical yes. conundrums. Because the other thing that we have is the idea of the crucible. And the crucible at first was this kind of simple thing of like, oh, you you should die honorably if you it was wanna, honorable if you yeah. want to have your powers redone. But now it's just like this looks sadistic. It's a sadistic it bloodbath. Awful. And, and he and that's the one thing is I don't who was it where was it Kurt or where it was like the thing that worries me is that and it's the, all of the, the mutants cheering. And he's like, that's what freaks me out is there's this crazy bloodlust where it's like, yeah, we're all dying. And it's for fun because it doesn't matter because death doesn't matter. Because it doesn't matter. Have you ever seen Zard? You ever see Zardoz? No. Um, I'm going to, it's a, is it Sean Connery? Yeah, it's a Sean Connery post-apopaloptic futuristic. I love post apopalapa movie made in probably like 1971 or something like that and it's zardoz and the whole like end reveal is everybody is this main there's like an elite class of people that can't die and then there's like a poor working class and they all worship this this man called uh, zardoz as their god zardoz and it's off this book and they follow this book and then finally sean connery like finds the book and it's the pages ripped and it's the wizard of oz and the page is ripped so it's Zard Oz and so they've just been their bible is just the Wizard of Oz the stupid but basically at the end he's like you're all stupid and then he's like I figured out how to let you all die and all these immortals are like kill me kill me kill me and so all these people are running and he's just killing all of them they're like yeah I want to die anyway (laughs) sounds great it just reminds me of how um, Krakoa is like that's what they're turning into yeah and here's a question um do Arako people get resurrected? Uh, who knows? Oh, I wonder if that's going to be one of the new books. What if oh, Hickman's yeah. book isn't Moira, but it's Arako? I will fucking kill people. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm no. Look, I said I'm joining Al-Qaeda. <laughs> I thought no, I'm just it's, threatening. Come on. The Hellfire Gala absolutely has to be about the outing of Moira. It has to be. I mean, because it's like, you can't be like, okay, here is the greatest 
new character well not character but old character the greatest reimagining of a character in the past 20 years and now we're just never gonna see her again like stop it you're driving me insane she's coming she's coming she's coming we can feel it hellfire gala it's gonna be moira rama i think that's enough of x-men i think we need to get to some mcu stuff hit it someone who watch superhero sci-fi stuff with me all right we reached an end Um, another mcu television show started out with a bang ended with a whimper in my opinion (laughs) yeah let's talk about it the Falcon and the Winter Soldier finale, and episode it, six. Here's the thing. The finale of this, it had so many moments that were like, yes. 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 But then it was interjected with so many pace ruining <laughs> parts where I'm like, I don't care. And it's it's literally the Flag Smashers. It's like, I feel like because they rewrote the stuff with the Flag Smashers, I feel like they needed to get rid of them because it really needed to be... Okay, here, spoiler alert. It turns out... um, uh, What's her name? Emily Van Camp. What's her character's name again? I will never remember. Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter is, as Brett predicted, is the power broker. Boom. She's the villain, and they don't realize it. That is awesome. It's awesome. That is what I the show. That's what I want yes. the show to be it's about. Fantastic. This whole arc of them fighting these flag smashers and this redheaded girl being like, uh, I'm like, I don't care. I don't care there is just so many interesting things where i'm like i want you to concentrate on this stop going back to the stupid flag smasher stuff i don't care it felt like it ruined the pacing for me yeah i think honestly where it dragged for me it it, i i that did drag all the flag smasher stuff the also the um sam speech in front of the cameras i thought was 10 minutes it was like 500 hours long long and wasn't powerful no oh my god it was my boyfriend was like he was like this is terrible (laughs) like he was like and it like he was like he was like he was like this would make me want to join a terrorist organization like he's like like, this would have the opposite sides like it was both sides yeah Uh, i mean but i can look i can see sam choosing reconciliation choosing middle ground choosing like empathy to carve out his point of view as captain america but for me it just felt like it felt like l woods and legally blonde like stopping everyone and being like no but here's the lesson there's no way those grc people would be like they're like actively yeah yeah it was just too long (laughs) i mean he did save their lives but he did but i think like that whole message if it was boiled down to like a two sentence come back to them if he if they were like you don't understand i don't understand you try being a black man and blah 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 blah, fuck you just boom because i'm captain america turns everybody you know what i mean if it started with him and then ended with him i'm fucking captain america bitch and then that was the end like that would have been powerful to me this like long like on i was like who i feel like whoever were the rewriters need to be they need to be we need to have a tribunal and because I, I, I feel like was, they ruined listen, the show. I think the show really got hacked to death. Yeah, that's think. what I mean. And I think because I feel like there's an amazing show in there and it got reworked and made it not as yeah. good as it could have been. And I'm very angry yeah. about that. Well, I got news for you. This the, the showrunner Marcus Spellman, um, I was reading about it after the finale. He did put together like a mostly black writer's room. And I do want to say that Sam's family scenes felt very authentic of they course i think the whole race relation thing is 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 so important great. and great but it wasn't it, it that needed to be the focus it was that plotty flag smasher yeah like, it really it really did it felt kind of felt like it, like sticking venom in spider-man 3 like 
Because guess what? It's like the, the focus was the race relations of the the idea of there being a black Captain America, one of your closest friends and allies actually being the evil villain. The idea of of this white man taking over for Captain America. Yes, um, my boyfriend was like, yeah. wouldn't it be more interesting if actually it started where Sam did decide that he wanted to be Captain America. And then right. they were like, mm, no, we're going to give it to this guy. And I was like, oh, oh. Oh, that sounds very Yeah, like if they like had a hand in him deciding he didn't want it. Like, hey, yeah, you're you don't want to do that, right? Yeah, I found and that's yeah. what I mean is I think having all of that and then them having with a Baron Zemo and the power broker, like if 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 Baron Zemo escaped and and was then trying to do something, they were going after Baron Zemo and the and as you can see, I'm literally erasing the flag smashers yeah. out of everything. Yeah. That show would have been tighter and way more powerful because that's the thing is the thing that you're in, you're interested in is the character arcs and and the character dynamics and Baron Zemo Carter um, Isaiah Thomas like there that's where all of the powerful characters were Julia yes. Louise Dreyfus like that's where I want to see all of that shit I. I was thrilled at the end of episode five where it seemed like the real or episode four, maybe where it seemed like the real antagonist was John Walker. And I was like, yes, here it is. Now here's our show villain. It's John Walker. And that lasted for like three seconds. Yeah. He, he did a, like a hero turn at the end. No. (laughs) And then joined Julia Louis-Dreyfus in like, and him and his wife were like, well, I don't know. We're just along for the ride. Bubbity, bubbity. But I mean, it's great to have, U.S. agent in the MCU. Like, I can't believe, like, we're, we're now this deep down the list of Marvel characters that are in TV and movies. <laughs> like, I I remember being shocked that, that Wanda Maximoff was going to be in a movie. And, like, <laughs> like, now we're down to U.S. agent. Like, it's so great. It is great. And I will say the end where it pops up instead, it just doesn't pop up Falcon and Winter Soldier. And it just popped up Captain America and Winter Soldier. Amazing. Amazing. Although part of me was so like, good. oh, I wouldn't be cool they... if it said Captain America and White Wolf. Um. <laughs> oh, that would be cool. But then they announced Captain America 4 starring the two of them. Yes. Like it drops on Twitter, like online right when the episode and, is. But I, and I, I was angry about that because I would rather have a season two. I know. I'd rather be. I'll take, I'll take whatever. I mean, because it's like, oh, so now the sequel. Because at this point now it's like, oh, so you're just going to give me two hours. No, I want fucking, I want fucking like, I want full season 22 episodes, bitch. <laughs> bitch. Ultimately, this show, like I know that it, there, it was weak in terms of the, the villain plot line. Um, and it like, it kind of pulled its punch on the John Walker stuff, I feel like. Yeah. However, one of my metrics was they better do right by Isaiah Bradley. And they sure did. Yes. They brought that story to kind of a wonderful sense of closure. They gave him more of a happy ending than he gets in the comic books. They really did set up Patriot in that there was a shot where Elijah Bradley was staring at Sam Wilson with just heroic admiration in his eyes. And I was like, there it is. But know what I wanted is that I wanted his son... His grandson. What's his grandson's? What's what's Patriots? Elijah. Elijah would be like, "Hey, give me a picture by the statue," and then it falls on him, and then they're like, "Oh no, he needs a blood transplant." <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, then that's the how it ends. A good touch. Yeah, that would be that would be great. And you gave us Happy Bucky. That's number one thing I wanted. Happy I wanted Bucky. Happy Bucky. It is so funny that I rewatched. Um, um, and uh, Infinity War and Endgame um, this weekend, and I was like, "Wow, a haircut! What what a haircut can do!" I didn't yeah. know that. Like his short hair, and I'm not against like like men with long hair or anything, but it was just like hanging there. They didn't like he needed like a Brazilian blowout or something. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. Sure, but that short hair on him, it That's is just hair. like, wait, I- hello. Hello. They're like every time he's on camera, I say out loud, "Would you look at him?" I know he is. he's now like my boyfriend Woo. on our hall pass. Like he's the number one celebrity now on the hall pass. He is no joke. He's so hot, my god. Um, 
But hey, look, like Phase Four is giving us so much. WandaVision gave us the Scarlet Witch. Falcon and the Winter Soldier gave us Captain America Sam Wilson. Like, it's just like these pieces just fall into place when this thing, when each thing is over, it's punctuated by like, and now you have this character. It's so good. Yeah. And I just want to say, rewatching Endgame and Infinity War, knowing that A, um, like rewatching it, knowing about um, uh, what's his name who played Black Panther, how he was sick while filming that. Yeah. Watching that broke my heart because then you kind of just realize like, oh, he like, oh, they keep putting him in the mask whenever anything. (laughs) Yeah. He is only standing there. Like it is very, like it is like breaking my heart. And then, and then character wise, Wanda, the scenes with Wanda and Vision break my heart even more. And then there's just scenes with Bucky and like the end scenes with Bucky Watching Bucky and Sam go up to the old um, Captain America, like all of that hit even harder. Knowing, How about like, the what knowledge after the knowledge that Bucky knows what Cap, what Steve's going to do that whole scene, like when they yeah. have the whole yes. taking all the stupid with you. Goodbye. Steve already told Bucky. Bucky established that in Falcon. He's like, when Steve told me his plan, Although- we didn't think what it would feel like for a black man to have to take up this mantle. I think I think I discovered something and I might be crazy. And so can we just end this with a theory I have on Endgame? Sure. Okay, so the time travel rules. Basically, they're like, whatever happens in the time that you're in, like that's just what's happening. So if you go into the past and change it. You create a branch. You create a branch. And so that doesn't affect the present. So if Captain America goes back in time and decides to not come back to the present, if we are seeing him, if he decided to live through the present and we saw him there, the Marvel MCU is now in that new universe of Captain America choosing to stay. Or did he go back to the original universe to give Sam the shield. Oh, so he just popped there and now he's going to pop back away. Yeah. Back to his. <gasps> oh, his I didn't think about that either. With, with, oh, yeah. wow. Now here's the other weird thing. Is he dead? Oh, I don't know. I really thought, um, I thought we might get like a check in with old cap. That's what I mean. I feel like the they end, kept referring no. to him as if he had already died. Yeah, I think they're leaving it purposely vague. Chris yeah. Evans did sign on to do another project, but no one knows what it is. It's not Captain America 4. We know that. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. But, you know, or was Cap going back to live with Peggy, like, always part of our universe? I in my head. Ah! Who knows? But, but overall, what, but what do we have? But now, what do we have? What do we have to watch next? When's Loki? We have Loki in a month. Oh, what are we gonna do, Brad? What are we gonna right. do? Panic. Ah! Um, back to your point about Chadwick Boseman. Hopefully, he gets um his due tonight. Hopefully, he gets recognized for the. I I I think he is. He I think he is going to win. And I do still feel. I'm just gonna throw this out here. Chadwick Boseman is amazing and I love him and his impact as Black Panther is amazing and important, but I do think the impact of Black Panther as a character is equally as important. And I just do, I do not like the idea of killing off such an amazing character just because the actor that played him died. I think you're taking away a cultural icon. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Who knows what they're going to do? I mean, there is going to be a show about Wakanda on Disney plus maybe. Yeah. But there is going to be a Black Panther 2 and a Black Panther 3. Yeah. So. <sighs> Okoye, she's right there. And you know what? She's We're right going to be there to talk about it. That's because we are comic book queers. Legacy. Legacy. <laughs> Remember what we named ourselves Legacy because the because X-Men at the time were doing the whole Legacy thing? 
is that why I thought it was because of I don't know. Well, no, when, well, we did we... it because Legacy, because we were coming back. But also yeah. at the time, X Men were doing like Something this legacy. legacy, this Legacy, and we were like hopping. I on thought a trend. we named it after the. I thought we named it after the Legacy virus. Oh, is that what it was named after? That's that's what was always in my head. No, I'm just kidding. I just thought of that now. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh, because virus, because we're gays, and we always have show... viruses. And also the show turns people queer. That's right. That's right. Listen to it. Because I don't know if you're aware of this. For the 177th time you've listened to this show. But if you read comics, well, that makes you queer. queer. Bye. Bye. Bye.